I have a I have a vest for different keys of tambourine, like John Popper. <laughs> <laughs> Do tambourines come in different keys? I guess they could, right? It's a, I, I suppose so. Yeah, it's a pitch, so you could adjust that. But right, um, I don't think so. I don't think they're like marketed as like key of C yeah, yeah. tambourine. Right. It's more just like shrill sound, <laughs> shrill sound, loud sound. <laughs> this is a good one for for hitting on your hand, and this other one is real good for hitting on your hip. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a, a lady, one. a lady's tambourine. Yeah, yeah, the lady's tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am recording. Me too. I've been recording. I got that hey. whole whole thing, that whole tambourine bit, all that gold. Yeah, that tambo gold. <laughs> Great. The Tambo Gold. Nice. <laughs> All right. As you can see, I am fully locked in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit the music. I'm going to play it. Go ahead. Hey, wait a second. Oh, that music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, this week on King Me, Your Darkest Secrets Never Stay Buried. Uh, this is 1922. King me. King me. Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of killing your wife. <laughs> the official podcast of not remembering how the show starts. Yeah, the official <laughs> the official podcast of just brain deteriorating in head. <laughs> Why wait to die? Why not get a jump on things? <laughs> uh, what I could get a rat crawling around <laughs> right in my crawling, ar- in my crawling around my head <laughs> <laughs> around in, in and around the head yeah yeah, yeah. um w- welcome to king me this is this is it this is the, the show <laughs> this is the show i am i am dan gagliardi of course i am rob avon this week well we're going back in time hop in your deloreans folks we're not mm-hmm. talking about Back to the Future. No, we're not. We're going back to we're the past. We're going further back. We're going in 1922. 19... Rob, you, yep. lo- you're acting like a mess over there. <laughs> no, I'm great. You're Let's rubbing go. your eyes. No, I'm just rubbing a little bit of the sleep out of my eyes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Did you sleep with... Did you nap with your CPAP? <laughs> I might need a CPAP. <laughs> I honestly, if I don't need one, I want one. It can't hurt. <laughs> it can't hurt. I, hey. Right? Like we take multivitamins. Yeah. I, I'm I, eating food. Right. So it's not like I'm no. not getting vitamins, but. No, I I would love to have just a machine blowing oxygen into my, yeah. into my face all yeah. night. Free me up to worry about other things. Exactly. It's like a Roomba for your lungs. <laughs> Yeah. You really need a CPAP? Nah, probably not. I don't know. Do you? What what the fuck? (laughs) Do you or don't you need a CPAP? (laughs) I guess I should go to a sleep study. I guess. You got to be careful with that, because anyone can put up an ad that says (laughs) 
sleep, sleep study, study participants wanted. <laughs> right. Like, there are plenty of people who just want to observe you sleep, and they may even pay you to do it. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you know anything about sleep studies? Do they put you in a room and tell you to, to go to sleep, or do they just, like, hook you up to a machine that you take home and then bring back or something like that? Um, that's a good question. I'm, I don't know. I was going to be like, well, I guess it probably depends on what you're there for, but yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, not a good doctor. (laughs) I'm not a good doctor. I'm not the good doctor. (laughs) Yeah. You ever watch that show? I've seen, uh, bits and pieces here and there. It's Uh, a, it's a real weird show. (laughs) Yeah. It seems, look, I'm not. I'm not particularly tapped into the goings on of the autistic community, but it seems mm. very insulting. Yeah, it could be. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like savant shit is always a little. Uh, yeah. Little I mean, he's a genius go. because he has autism. Yeah. I mean, somebody's watching and it's on season like 15 or something. Yeah. Who? Do you know anyone? No. No, nah, mm. me neither. Do you know anyone who has cable? <laughs> I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> Who? You? Yeah, that's right. Mm. I have cable. Do you? Mm, a little bit. Not much. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a few channels. They make you get... I, wa- I just wanted to watch the baseball game, man. And they yeah, make you get like a whole bunch of other stuff I don't want. Like, yep. I don't need to be watching 10-hour blocks of Impractical Jokers, <laughs> followed by... Two episodes of the Carbonaro effect, followed by ten more hours of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> That's the Impractical jo- uh, Jokers network, right? <laughs> the Tenderloin network. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, the Carbonaro <laughs> effect is—it's such a—it's a, a real—it's funny... real. It's a real thing. Oh, I know. I, it I happened know. to a I've buddy of mine. I've seen it. It's—it's yeah. uh, it's so funny to me the whole premise of the show is okay he's a magician that's gonna pull pranks on people right but like ultimately like he you know he'll pour like orange juice from a large container into a very small container and it'll all fit in there or something and then everybody's like huh that's weird how'd you do that and he's like oh no it just does that like (laughs) that's just the product that we sell and then they're like, oh, okay. And then it's like, just kidding. You're on a secret camera show yeah. and I'm a magician. Yeah. <laughs> and I, everybody's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's cool too. Yeah. yeah good. I'm fun. good with either outcome. Um, I'll, d- I'll be honest. I don't know if mm-hmm. I've been public about this, but I love magic. Uh-huh. And I love the Carbonaro effect. Do you? <laughs> I do. I will watch it anytime it's on, actually. I like, I think pranks are such a great format for, <laughs> for magic. close up magic. <laughs> uh. And I do think it's just funny how, how happy people are to be like, oh, wow, products do like, it's a very American premise for a show that you could just be like, yeah, no, this product does this. And, yeah. We're just like, oh, duh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it's good that people aren't like, you know, they're not like, witch, you're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> they're a different kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's great, true. yeah. 
Oh, wow. I want one of those things, too. <laughs> this show should be about the Carbonaro effect. All right. Well, we were going to talk about 1922, but let's talk about more <laughs> episodes of the Carbonaro effect that we've, heard, we've seen. <laughs> what are we calling that series? Uh, Carbo loading. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called Carbo yeah, yeah. loading. It's called Carbo loading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you uh, so much time. I was like, and what is the series called? <laughs> Carbo loading. Yes. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Uh, no, we we're we're, we're going to talk about 1922 here. Yeah, before we t- can really dig into Michael Carbonaro's body of work, mm-hmm. <laughs> first we have to talk about another incredible um, transmogrification, that of one Thomas Jane into an old farmer <laughs> talking out the side yeah, of your mouth. Want- I liked hi, it. Hi there, Dan. <laughs> I, I liked it I a lot. Do you like it? Doesn't, it? Yeah, I did actually kind of like yeah. his performance. <laughs> I thought he was good to the point where I was like, I mean, okay, I think what I have to come to terms with is that I don't know what Thomas Jane looks like. Because, <laughs> like, say, you just watch this whole movie. With him. Well, I do. I know now, don't I? <laughs> well, I, yeah. But it's like, as soon as I am not looking at him, my brain is like, it just overwrites the file mm-hmm. with like a, a, pic, a headshot of Aaron Eckhart. Oh, well, yeah. Him and Aaron Eckhart are like... Same face guys? Same face guys. I, they're they're those, the kind of guys that like, you don't want to put them in the same movie ever because that's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't that the guy from before? Nope, different guy. <laughs> you know the workaround though, right? No, what's that? Um Aaron Eckhart, you give him the two-face makeup. Oh yeah. You let him put it back on. <laughs> let him put it on. Yeah. <laughs> let it, let him do it. <laughs> what, he's so busy? Yeah, what's he have going on? <laughs> All right. So Is yeah, big, I big shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for doing your own makeup. <laughs> right, that's yeah, a, of uh, course a reference to "Thank You for Smoking," the Aaron Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart. classic. I like how uh, Thomas Jane uh, doesn't open his mouth. Like he opens his mouth, but he he clenches his jaw the entire time. Mm. Like his teeth never separate. Yeah, he's talking like he's got like a like a hay straw in his mouth or whatever at all times at all times he never does no what would we call the aaron eckhart series real quick um i got a couple i got a couple you do yeah um eric hart uh eric hart (laughs) no (laughs) No. that's it it's just called eric (laughs) eckhart to heart (laughs) Um, what what do you have? <laughs> okay, Eckhart two Aaron, like at two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my other one is Aaron on the side of Eckhart. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, we just do I Eckhart because he was in that movie I Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I think that's cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> people are gonna see that and be like oh shit i hope they talk about i frankenstein yeah is this just the i frankenstein podcast now 
Uh, we're going to be late to the game. Yeah. We're going to have happen to us what we did to the other king, me. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else's name in their podcast, I, I Eckhart, and they're like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have a you. they have what i would describe as a an appropriate and measured response to the situation <laughs> the difference would be that we only read the mary shelley book yeah yeah <laughs> um i haven't seen that movie i i frankenstein but from what i understand it is frankenstein's monster right who survived for hundreds of years so it's uh the monster in modern day mm-hmm. played by aaron eckhart and he fights gargoyles? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he fights gargoyles. Was he doing that in the Ever? interim? No, I mean like <laughs> in this in in this lore. Yeah. Was he the for the past 100 plus years or whatever right. also fighting gargoyles? I I don't know. Again, I haven't seen the movie. I just from what I've seen of like the trailer and uh-huh. you know. I have another question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, keep Was he made to fight gargoyles in this no. version of things? No, he was made to throw little girls into uh the lake yeah. and you know, he was made to look dashing in platform shoes. Yeah. I'll tell you think- what. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I think all of his scars have healed up also. And he looks like... Oh, so now, like he's, now he's yeah. handsome. He's very handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, he's, hot. he's a hot monster. <laughs> Army hammer. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to yes. say, I saw a picture from an old... There's like a, it was like a charity baseball game from maybe like the 40s. Okay. And it was like... It, it was like a celebrity thing, right? Like maybe... Um, right. It was like comedians versed versus like leading men or something. And yeah, that's exactly what it was. Incredible. And there's a picture <laughs> of, of Boris Karloff as Frankenstein batting a ball. I, I'm oh sending it to you. I'm sending you the I'm sending it to you now. So you can also see. Uh, but you'll notice he's wearing the platform shoes to play baseball. Oh my god. I Somebody just posted this, right? I mean, I retweeted it on. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, there's a maybe. Yeah, that's insane. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And he's I, wearing a blazer, like he's fully. I didn't think. Done I up. didn't think that was uh, Boris Karloff. I thought that was like some other hack. But I mean, it could be. Oh well, you know what? I don't doubt the person who posted this tweet, a fellow mm-hmm. named Stephen Jacobs, because according to his bio. He is the author of Boris Karloff, More Than a Monster, the authorized biography. No, are you being are you being silly right now? No, you know I can't riff that <laughs> that well. <laughs> I'm not that quick. Uh, well, that's a lot of fun for everybody that attended that baseball game. And huh? how. <laughs> and it's technically tangential to um, our, our subject of discussion because it's about a spooky monster and... Uh, well, as we know, right? Um, let me see mm-hmm. here. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! One out. Yeah. Well, you you definitely uh, took the 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 wind out of it. In the book I'm working on now, <laughs> there's a spooky monster. There we go. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> so, 
We're talking about 1922. Get that sour clam out of here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, throwing my throwing my past back in my face. My attitudes on sour clam have evolved. <laughs> I'm for them now. Yes. <laughs> Ladies, like, if you you know what? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was for once trying to be the one to get this train get back, on, back on the rails. on the rails a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say 1922, a Netflix original. It is a Netflix original. Like like uh, the last King movie that we uh, just watched. That's right. 2017 was a, a big year for greenlighting King shit. Isn't that, isn't that strange that like these, these movies came out like a week or so apart? Mm. And they were like, yeah, we're going to do two Stephen King, like somewhat obscure movies, like stories or whatever. Back to back, made for Netflix. Like, all right, yeah. I don't. I really don't know what the what the and they haven't done it since was. then. Like, <laughs> I I love that too. Just like the idea of a bunch of business guys being like, I don't know why us releasing two very similar <laughs> types of movie at the exact same time didn't do well for us, right? And especially because like. I, they're only similar in that they're Stephen King things. Yes. They, if you are coming to 1922 for a horror movie, period, I would say you'll be pretty disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. It is a, a touch spooky. It, it has a spooky moment or two, mm-hmm. but I would not say that this is, this is much more of a, uh, a psychological, uh, I don't even know if I would call it thriller. Um, it's, I mean, it's the telltale heart. It Right, it is the telltale heart. Um, so whatever you would categorize that as, this is. <laughs> <laughs> gothic horror? Yeah, American gothic. <laughs> yeah. If you've yeah, seen you the painting, the, you can yes. skip this one. Although I will say, you know, they're kind of, they're in the, in the pose a bit on the uh, poster. Yeah, a bit. They're a bit posed like that. Um, so we so we mentioned we got Thomas Jane in this thing. Yes. We also got the King in- alum Thomas Jane. King alum Thomas Jane, what a uh, star of one of the all-time greats. Uh, Dreamcatcher. Oh. Of course. Yes. Oh, are we talking about the mist? Well, Dreamcatcher's <laughs> up there, of course. Dreamcatcher is I mean, what do they call uh shit weasels or whatever? Those things that Go up a guy's butt. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I just, I, I really only remember Jason Lee riding the toilet like a bucking bronco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, who else is here? We got Molly Parker, of course. Of who, course. Uh, Deadheads, that is fans of the TV show Deadwood, will know <laughs> as Miss Alma Garrett, the widow Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, terrific on that show. Uh, she was also in the remake of The Wicker Man from 2006. That's fun, too. Yeah, uh, Which we all refer to as that Molly Parker movie, The Wicker Man. <laughs> um, yeah, then we, uh, Dylan Schmid. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Dylan. What do you have to say about Dylan Schmid? Well, we've seen him before. Is that he's right? He's actually, he's not a King alum. But he is a Hill alum. A Hillum? A Hillum. He was in the movie Horns. You're kidding. I'm not. 
Who? See, this is the kind of research that I do on IMDb. <laughs> you click on the page and... I click on the page and, and I look through it. Do my quick. best to remember what I've seen. <laughs> so it's he's credited as Lee Torno at 13. Is that Daniel Radcliffe's character? Is he a young Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, is uh, Lee? Oh uh, no, no. I, don't uh, know I think it, the friend, right? Oh, the okay. One, the bad friend. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe plays Ig Parish. Yeah, he's a bad friend. Mm. He murders Juno Temple, I believe. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. sounds familiar. Schmid, uh, Schmidty. Um, who else? That's about it. Uh, well, um, Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. Those he, eyes. Yeah, he's one of those guys that has a face that he's in everything. Like mm-hmm. I feel like this guy fucking works. He does a ton uh, of voiceover. I learned. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. He's on like twenty episodes of Arrow. Yeah. He's he's, he's a bit player in some Marvel movies. I don't know. Yeah, the Captain America ones. He plays uh, what's his name? Dum Dum Dunnigan or uh, Dugan or something like that. How does he not have his own Disney Plus original series? I mean, that's a guy. If they, <laughs> uh, I forget what they call Captain America's like crew of, you know, uh, his gang. He has a gang. What just happened? Oh, I can't hear you or anything. <laughs> so for the listener, um, all of Rob's lights just went off and his <laughs> microphone died. And, all right, there he is. Am I back? Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Hold on, let me just check something. Still recording. Oh, all good. Right. Oh, that's good. What did you do? You like shifted your weight and tripped the <laughs> tripped the tripped circuit breaker. breaker. What the hell? I uh, I have a. Um, like a power strip under my desk. And oh. I, I just kicked it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Hey, you, uh, you, should, you should join. Uh, you should be in that rap group, a tribe called Quest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Can you kick it? <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. So... Neil McDonough, starring as uh, uh, Boom Boom Johnson from (laughs) Captain America and his... uh, Freddy Boom Boom Washington. Freddy Boom Boom Washington. (laughs) Welcome back, Cotter. (laughs) All my Cotter heads out there. (laughs) The Cottery. That's what what you're called. So what is... Captain America, first of all, did not know he had a crew. Much less a named crew. Yeah, yeah, they're I forget what they're called, but he has like a named crew that he it's like four or five other people that they uh they pull off missions together. Mm. And it it definitely feels like they could have their own like animated series at the very least. They should have them doing like regime change operations. That feels right. <laughs> yeah, like secret uh Yeah, like basically wars in the- <laughs> whatever like John Krasinski and Chris Pratt are doing on their shows. All right. Just have them doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Bing Bong They're Wilson. They're pull off a coup in South America. Yeah. Bing Bong Wilson takes out Gaddafi. That could be cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a, They're doing it for uh, their hired mercenaries for like Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, were we talking about that on the main main feed with the dole for company? I, I don't remember. Yeah. But Coca-Cola is another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Coca-Cola Wars. Let me tell you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Billy Joel. You did not. Maybe you knew. Yeah, uh, he knew. knew. That son of a bitch knew and he did nothing. Yeah. Billy Joel's part of the Illuminati. <laughs> the Billuminati. <laughs> I guess you. I guess they could also be the Joel Luminati, but <laughs> I like the the Bill Luminati. Yeah. Then who else is there? You got Billy Blank, <laughs> Tybo. <laughs> you're gonna uh, you're gonna want uh, <laughs> you're gonna want uh, Willem Dafoe there, Billiam Dafoe. Well, and of course, this is not to be confused with. Um, Bill Lou Malnati's, which is just when Billy Joel was spotted eating deep dish pizza at Lou right. Malnati's in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, if uh, you're enjoying the show and uh, you, wanna, <laughs> you want a uh, you want a, some bonus episodes in your feed, you can head over to patreon.com slash kingmepod. $5 a month gets you a bi-weekly bonus show about uh, an assortment of genre movies, and we've recently begun doing uh, King Me Babies, mm-hmm. which is our discussion of uh, films adapted through the Stephen King Dollar Baby program. Bunch of short films, uh, independent films student films and uh we actually take the time to read the short stories and what talk about those talk about them in comparison to the movies yeah That's i don't f- even feel comfortable talking about us reading on this on this here show. i know we're gonna have to torches and pitchforks right <laughs> torches and pitchforks yeah so if this is your kind of bullshit then why don't you i'm want you check it out yeah we're way more on topic on the bonus feed yeah, we're that, trying to get to the bottom of shit. Yeah, that that shit comes at a premium, baby. Yeah. Uh, you think... It's not so loosey-goosey. You think I like doing this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no one's asking me to. Almost no one is asking me to. Yeah, I'm asking him to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1922. The year is 1922. A man... Bernero. Demands... Bernero. <laughs> he must kill his wife. Some folks Go. I'm scoring it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. A man with a cornfield <laughs> and land to sell doesn't want to sell. Doesn't want to move to Omaha. Looking out my Every Creed yeah. song all at once. <laughs> uh, can't. Yeah, the the 60s were the era that the best of Creed's Clearwater CD came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do we got here? We got uh, Thomas Jane as Wilf. Wilfred uh, James. Yeah, they all call him Wilf. Yeah, that's um, like your last name being Schmid. It's yeah. very deeply unsatisfying. Right. Um, and his wife is Arlette and Arlette comes from, it, it's her farm, right? She inherited the farm. Uh, she married Wilf. They have a, a son, Henry. Yes. Uh, please call me Hank. Um, please call me Flynn. 
<laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a Flynn situation. <laughs> and um, what's going on here is Arlette, I mean, it's pretty early on in the movie. Uh, she wants she wants to sell 100 acres of the land and take that money and move the family to Omaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants to open a dress shop. She wants to open a dress shop. Beautiful garments. Right. And uh, she doesn't want to be live on this farm anymore. She doesn't want this any bullshit. She wants to move to a big city like Omaha. <laughs> Omaha in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. Omaha in the 20s. Think glitz. Got, think glam. They got three city blocks over there. <laughs> um. And and Wolf well, Wolf is not he's not into this idea he doesn't want to go, so she is basically saying okay well then I'm gonna give you I'm gonna divorce you and I'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> I'm gonna sell this land and and then I'm gonna go to Omaha. So does it like Wolf? Thomas Jane is narrating the entire movie. Yeah. Right? So the there's like a. A framing device where he's in a hotel room writing the story right. of what's happening. For who, we don't know. We never know. No. Um, I guess uh, for you and me, the audience. Yeah, for us. Thanks, man. I never would have <laughs> known about this otherwise. <laughs> uh, and then that's when uh, Thomas Jane starts getting ideas he says inside of every man there's another man (laughs) (laughs) a conniving man (laughs) (laughs) so he's basically saying you know he he gets to thinking and what what he's thinking about is bumping off his wife Mm, mm -hmm. keeping the farm and keeping his son right where he is wouldn't be that difficult no, it's the twenties, right? What's that Mulaney joke where it's just like, uh, yeah, sir, oh, yeah, we found a puddle of not- the of the suspect's blood. Hmm, gross. Clean gross. it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All you had to do was not be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, he so he's pretty firm on that. Pretty much made up his mind, yes. and decides. You know, if he's going to do this, he's going to need his son on board with it because the plan is to, you know, Arlette says pretty plainly, like, Henry Hank Flynn is coming Mm -hmm. with me to the big city. So he's like, he's got to turn Hank against her. Yeah, so he's right. And and this is like classic... uh, Divorced parents trying to turn their kids against each other. I wouldn't say Shit. it's classic that. No, nah, it's pretty classic. <laughs> well, okay. Well. Where well, first Wolf is saying, you know, how she wants to go, telling Hank that uh, your mother wants to go to Omaha and she wants to take you with her, and uh, uh, how wants you know to I'm not going to see you dresses, ever again. Boy. Yeah, it's going to make you a lady. <laughs> Um, and uh, one of Hank, uh, Hank's big thing too is that he he's sweet on a, a girl that he goes to school with, uh, Shannon, um, played by uh, Caitlin Bernard. Uh, and and he's like, I can't move to Omaha. I love Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> mom, <laughs> come, 
because he's you know he's a boy he's uh he's hitting puberty it's 1922 he's 23 he's hitting puberty yeah <laughs> he's well he's he's it's 1922 and i think he's like he's probably 16 right yeah he's like 15 yeah, or 16 which is you know he's it's the fact that he doesn't own a home already is embarrassing for him right it's embarrassing what are you doing at this point i mean he even <laughs> At one point, Thomas Janney says, he's like, I, I don't have any money to get you started. I have no land to give you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, so Henry, uh, Henry Hank Flynn doesn't want <laughs> to uh, doesn't want to go to Omaha. So this now Thomas Janney's like, all right, well, there's only one thing we could do. We have to murder your mom. He's like, shit, yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> yeah. And like after some convincing, but really not too much. <laughs> yeah. He does get him there eventually. Yeah. Um you know, compressed timeline, I suppose. I suppose, but I don't know. It it, it all kind of takes it seems like it takes place over the course of like a month, maybe. It does Tops? yeah, right. If it, cause like, I think the thing that I like, I feel like Arlette by the time, so I'm going to jump ahead a little and establish that she does get murdered. Oh my God. She gets really murdered. Uh, she, yeah. They murder the fucking hell out of her. They is very upsetting. Um, yeah. That's the thing. I feel like the probably first half of this, mm-hmm. maybe even first two thirds are real strong right and i just felt like as it went on it just kind of like sputtered more and more um i don't know if you agree with that i it it definitely loses steam by the end of it Mm. i think um i don't know i guess part of it also was that it wasn't what i was expecting from the movie either um because by the but uh, like you hate when your <laughs> expectations are subverted. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I want to know what I'm going into and then be delivered exactly that, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I guess I thought it was going to be maybe a little bit more like uh, supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's how the trailer kind of sold it. I um, I would say the movie which, even like yeah. It's it sort of like, yeah, it was hinting at things like the whole time. Mm. But even so, like, I don't know. I know, like we talked about it a little bit and I know that you were by the end of it, you were like, I, this is not my, my cup of tea. And I didn't think it, I don't think I disliked it as much as you did. I, you know, the more I sit with it, the more I'm like, I, I feel like it's close. <laughs> the more I'm like, this Wilford guy's got a yeah, lot of good he's ideas. Not so, he's not so dumb, and my <laughs> wife has all that farmland. Yeah, she's got all this land in Philadelphia. She's got these huge <laughs> tracts of land. Python, <laughs> classic. Python. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, Python. <laughs> knee, am I right? <laughs> uh, okay. It's just nerd shit, dude. It's nerd culture. A lot of people <laughs> it, don't get it. No, people just listen, man. If you don't li- if you don't know who Python is, that's fine. A Python, a Python, uh, in, you know, Python uh, my my Python on my mouth, right? <laughs> Python on my mouse. 
But doesn't like I'm saying doesn't a uh, fucking Terry Gilliam call it Pithon? I don't know. It's like when we started Pithon. <laughs> so, imagine doing that and not going just being fucking uh contrarian. <laughs> Guys who want to be British are perplexing. Yeah. No none more perplexing than I've probably brought this up on the show before. Than Terry Gilliam? No. No. You wish I was going to talk about Terry Gilliam. I do. Cuz I'm actually going to bring up Greg Proops. <laughs> Proopsy. Uh, I've got I you know what? I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to reignite my my feud with Proops. <laughs> Suffice it to say he says bloody Oh he's yeah, like, he does. He's one of those guys. He's one of those like fucking. Guys. Uh, uh, what's his name? Joseph Whedon, aka Joss Whedon. Um, he uh, is he a Brit- is he a, a Brit an Anglophile? Yeah, he he's he says uh, uh, he's got to go the loo, things like that, oh, brother. Uh, and also, uh, I write you know I write shows about strong female characters, while also being. A piece of shit. <laughs> is that a uniquely British quality? No, it's not. It's, it's just something Josh. else people deserve to know about Joss Whedon. Is that he's a piece? Yeah, of it's shit. just a Josh we- uh, Joss Whedon. It's either Joe or Josh. You can't be. You can't name yourself Joss. Is Joss? It's a self-applied name. It is. Yeah, that's humiliating. It is calling right? yourself something fun. Being like, actually, I'm Joss. That's so freshman year. That's Actually, so fucking freshman year. Everybody, everybody in my old school used to call me Joss. Yeah, I, it's frankly, it's very Walt Junior. It's very Flynn. Mm-hmm. Fucking Hank. <laughs> All right, Schrader. Yeah, <laughs> Hank Schrader. Henry um, Hank Hill. Uncle Hank. Un- Uncle Hank. Uncle Hank. So. uh... Wilfred convinces Hank that you know, Uncle we Uncle have Hank? to kill your mom. And he's like, well, can you just do it? And he's like, no, no boy, I actually, need your help. you have to do it, too. Yeah, I need your help with this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then, so, the plan is um, they're going to, first, Wilfred is, uh, is going to say, first he says, okay, we're going to sell the land and we'll move to Omaha. I could see that you're you're set on this, and there's no change in mind, and I want to keep this family together. Got it. So Arlette is very excited about this, and they have um, they have a bunch of drinks. Arlette gets drunk that night. She's, She's real out of pocket, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she. They're talking about. Uh, Hank's girlfriend and how, uh, you know, as you know, uh, just don't, uh, don't have sex with her. Don't get her knocked up. You know, she, uh, yeah, she doesn't she, use the phrase dip your wick, but that's like the feeling it gives. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty close to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she does say something about him, like drenching if, his pig. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, if he doesn't know what that girl's nipples, what color that girl's nipples are, by uh, you know, uh, here's Shannon Carlette, our future. If my son don't know the color of her nipples, 
he's a slowpoke, <laughs> is what she said. <laughs> Which in 1922 is one of the worst things that you could be—a uh, slowpoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's America in the 20s. We were an industrious people, not like now. Right. Nobody wants. We to work. made things. <laughs> <laughs> You just make sure when you're laying down with her in the corn or behind the barn that uh, that you're n- that you're a no poke instead of slow poke. A no poke. Uh, like explore don't. all you want, and you know, rub it with uh, your Johnny Mac Johnny until. Mac. <laughs> yep. Uh, until you know he feels good and spits up. Uh, but you stay out of the home place, uh, lest you get locked uh, in like your mama and daddy, right? Spits up. Oh, <laughs> mom. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to kill you. Up, mom, it shoots out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I- I'll kill you just to get you to stop talking like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Apart yeah. from that sort of like weird drunken sexual harassment of her son. Yeah. I don't feel like I don't know. What? Like I I don't know. I didn't feel like they it didn't feel personal enough for Wilf to kill his wife. No, you're right. Uh it does seem kind of like uh like it's just uh, a land dispute, and is that just what people did back then? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I know you know back. I don't know, like in the fifties and stuff. They like men who didn't want to be married or anything. They would you know send their wives away to mental institutions, uh-huh. and a lot of those places you couldn't get out unless somebody got you out, and. If you were a guy and you put your wife there, you probably weren't going to... You had no intention of ever getting her out. So, uh, I don't know. I it guess this like is not much different. Yeah. 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 1922, he's just like, well, uh, I want to keep the land. I don't want to move to Omaha. I want my son to stay here. So, it looks like I'm going to get to murdering. Man, he's a bit of a murderino, wouldn't you say? <laughs> is that still a thing? Mur- it must be, right? Probably. Yeah. It, People love murder. The <laughs> certain kind of person. Yeah. Um, what if it was just a bunch of grizzled old farmers listening to that that podcast on their Victrolas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, uh, we love murder podcast. What's my, the podcast? My called? favorite. Murder. My favorite murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I think the audience of that show is it's been concentrated down to just like. The most right. insane it, people it, yeah, alive. It's, it's just been cooked down yeah. to <laughs> people. Every, anybody who has like a, a passing interest is long gone. Right. We're talking yeah, about 10 years of doubling yeah. down on loving murder being your, your like identity. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm spooky. Oh. You're telling me, buddy. Um, so, yeah, I, um, so I, I feel like yeah. the, but maybe, I don't know, maybe that works just as well. Like the idea of it just being this cold, impersonal, almost transactional isn't the right word, but like business decision, I guess. Yeah. And that, and that being the thing that weighs on him. Like, it's not that he's not like, like, yeah, right. he, mean, like she annoys him, but more than anything, it's just like, she's threatening what yeah. he sees as like. 
his only possible way of life, the only way he could possibly be happy. Right. It's not... I feel like in other movies or other uh, King stories or whatever, like, the wife is, you know, nagging yeah. or... Um, you know, emasculating the guy or some like something like that. Not not that murdering her is necessarily the answer, but ultimately, you know, it it it's more of a uh, an emotional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is definitely much more like. Well, it's just we we're gonna just have to kill her. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. There's no other way around. It's it. just like it, which is I. You know what? I, I'm coming around to it as I'm saying it. Like. That makes it so much less about like their dynamic and more just about the type of guy he is. Right. So yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so my bad. That night, um, uh, Wilfred brings Arlette to bed. She's drunk. She passes out, <clears throat> and uh, and that's when they they enact their plan. And Hank has to like hold her down. While um, while Wilfred just like stabs the shit out of her, yeah, th- that he had a lot of time to plan this. I mean, a month isn't that long, but he. I mean, nineteen twenty-two time. That's true. Yeah, you got <laughs> it's a lot of sitting around, and it's also like you're just farming all day. What else are you thinking right. about? Walking through <laughs> yeah. the corn. Yeah, he's just walking through cornfields. Like, uh, I'm just gonna stab her one day, <laughs> man. Corn brings out the worst in people. I swear to uh, you. Yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what King's What's in deal that is. Stuff, right? Yeah, he. If if you went over to Stephen King's house for dinner and he was serving corn, I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be bloody, right? Bloody corn. Yeah, it, it'd be blood. Yeah, secret window it'd, corn. It'd be secret window corn. Exactly. <laughs> this fucking guy is obsessed. <laughs> Um, so yes, it's a, it's a really, it's visceral. Yeah. It's sequence violent. It goes on for probably longer than it has to. Yeah. She, Arlette puts up like a hell of a fight, like gets out from under Hank. Um, ultimately what kills her is like Wilf's third attempt to slash her throat. Yeah. It's Oh, that's gross, man. It was gross. There's yeah, blood everywhere. It's gross. So the next thing we see is um, Wilfred or Wilf dragging Arlette's body to the well, which we've seen a few times, like leading up to that. He'll just kind of like glance at it. And we're like, well, I know he ain't thirsty. (laughs) Yeah. And Hank. Hank is helping him, and then he passes out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he throws Arlette down the well. Throw um, Arlette down the well. <laughs> so my farm can be mine. <laughs> Borat classic. Classic Borat. That is classic Borat. That's like. I know. You showed me Borat. that. I think so. You yeah. did, yeah. You taught me everything I know about um, <laughs> about Bora. about anti-Semitism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I learned from the best. Oh no! Uh, <clears throat> so then um, they spend the next like uh, day or so cleaning up the uh, 
the house of all the blood and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, then a, a realtor comes around. It's the next day or maybe a day after or whatever to come talk to Arlette because she was dealing with him and she was going to sell that land. And now uh, Wilfred's like, well, she she ran off. Yep. She didn't, uh, you know, she texted. There's like a whole scene where uh, Wilfred is like in his head. He's like being a, a genius. Yeah, he's <laughs> like. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, she wouldn't take all the clothes, just her best clothes. Just, and so he packs those. Just what she could carry. Just what she could. And she'd take her jewelry, too. And her photo and then, of her mon paw. And- right. Just shit like that. Yep. And then when the when the guy's there, then the, the sheriff shows up, and then they walk through the house, and he's like, look, yep, look at it. You know, she's gone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other big things is that uh they're going to fill in the well yeah but that would look mighty suspicious if they uh Man. if it they were just filling the well out of nowhere so they bring a cow over you know what's funny is like this i mean this movie is the meme of like someone knocking over the small domino and then there's a very big domino yes. at the end <laughs> uh-huh but the small domino is um him forgetting to pack her shoes in the go bag, the fake oh, yeah, go yeah, bag, because yeah. uh-huh. the when the when the sheriff's there, he's like, "Huh, weird. She didn't take her shoes with her." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> yep, must have done. Did warned her canvas shoes." <laughs> but yeah, so the next thing is like, he keeps peeking down the well and he's looking at uh, Arlette's R- rotting corpse. Yeah. There's rats crawling in her mouth. Yeah. That's one of the ugh, that. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> that worked on me watching that big fat rat scurry around. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Or do you? Uh, do you have a thing uh, about rats? Are you scared of rats? Um. Well, it just remind. Didn't you eat a a mouse ass first or something? What was that? <laughs> what there was something on this very program about someone like eating a mouse starting with the butt. <laughs> no, I didn't. I have never eaten a mouse before with the butt <laughs> starting with the butt am i losing it maybe because <laughs> here's the thing yeah. there's a possibility this was not this show it was uh taylor allen's old podcast calling the shots okay it could be that oh a different podcast huh dan it was one time <laughs> and i didn't even like it that much they said all kinds of nasty stuff about mice <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, must, it must have been it was something else well, sorry i brought it up but anyway no that's fine big old so, remy the rat scurrying around in her mouth there yep doing a mech suit ratatouille sort of thing <laughs> yeah so uh yeah he's like i gotta fill this well and i can't i can't be looking at my in my dead wife's rotting corpse mm-hmm. here and it, it looks like she is also like looking up the well, yeah. which is off-putting. Sure. Uh, so Wilfred bring, brings a cow over um, and stands on the the cap of the well, the wooden planks, and then eventually those crack and the cow falls down the well. Yeah, I hate. How'd you feel about I this? I hated it. Oh. I I know. So it bummed I. me out so much, and. Because the cow hate- didn't die right away. It had to go get the gun and shoot it. Yeah, the, the cow fell down the well, and then it's just down there mooing. And you're like, God, fucking, yeah. ugh. 
This is brutal to watch. And it's just <laughs> like... 1922 is not fun. <laughs> um, get a, you know, at a certain point, I won't reveal the content. Well, no, that would be a giveaway, so maybe I shouldn't. But I will say for myself, I feel like there had to be another way here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, would probably. it not have sufficed to, like, I don't know, sell the cow? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, go a couple towns over, sell the cow, and then just fill the well in? Would that have been so crazy? No, I mean, no, it wouldn't have. But this is <laughs> this is Wolf we're dealing with here. Yeah. I just... Uh, that, Wolf's a conniving man. That poor cow. Yeah. Uh, so then... <laughs> uh, then that's when, the, like, the sheriff comes by again, and... Oh, yeah. They're talking. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, and they're talking about it, and he's like, yeah, she ran off or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, and the sheriff's like, what, uh, what are you doing with the well? He's like, ah, a cow fell in it. Uh, we, you can come take a look at it. We, we're going to have to fill it in. And uh, and the sheriff's like, ah, no, nah, that's fine. Mm, sounds gross. And he just drives Definitely off. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hank is just like, he didn't even look at the well. <laughs> <laughs> Killed that cow for... For nothing. For absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so then uh, they, they kind of go back uh, about their lives. Yeah, there's like... For a bit? For a little bit. Um, Shannon, I think, sort of immediately senses something is off, like comes to Wilf at one point and is like, what's going on with Hank? I feel like I used to be able i could look into his eyes i know exactly what was what he was thinking i i can't do that anymore right because he killed his mom right so i i used to be able to get his johnny mac to spit and now (laughs) now i can it barely coughs yeah (laughs) um yeah so it's like stuff like that and then i think the next like big thing probably is like all the cows in the barn are freaking out um yeah he goes in and it stinks like a corpse, right? Right, because there's a pipe that ran from the well. Right, it barn. runs from the well into the barn, and there there are rats coming out of the well to, like, and they're like biting at the the cows and their ankles and shit. Mm. So, uh, Wilf again, he's got he's got to fix that. So he uh, he gets some cement, he blocks up the the pipe or whatever. So the rats are like trapped in this, you know, pipe, Mm -hmm. well, whatever. And I think Uh, that is around the spot in the sort of like frame story where he begins hallucinating. He like looks at the wall of his hotel room and sees, you know, it starts to crack and like a rat peeks its little head out at him. Yeah. And he's he's just kind of like, here come the rats. (laughs) (laughs) My inner rats are coming. Ugh, my inner rats. <laughs> you don't Jesus have Christ. to have inner rats to narrate this movie. <laughs> but, but it helps. <laughs> uh, so then what? So then um, Wolf, uh, he takes, he goes, Wolf goes to the bank, right? Because, uh, oh, well, let me back up. Sorry. Um, we find out that Shannon, uh, Hank's girlfriend, is pregnant. Mm. Um and she's a couple months along. Uh, her parents, played by uh, Neil McDonough and Tanya Campo. I was going to say shampoo. 
Shampoo. It looks like C H A M P O U X. Shampoo. 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 They're uh, they're not happy about their 15 year old daughter being knocked up, even in 1922. Mm. So they damn it, uh, she's six months too young for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe next, maybe next season. <laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're so, like they're like successful people, right? Like, uh, yeah. So they have indoor plumbing, which is a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't know. They, I, I, part of it is I, you know, they don't want to be necessarily linked to uh, to Will. Wolf and uh, and Hank, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so they, uh, you know, they're talking about like you know, Wolf is telling Hank like, listen, you can't, you can't run off, you know, if if she's gonna have the baby and stuff like that, that's that's one thing, but like, you know, you can't you can't just like run away. And what Shannon's parents want to do is send her away to a convent until she has the baby, and then you know, uh, put the baby up for adoption and then bring their daughter home. Mm -hmm. Um, Hank doesn't want that. He wants to marry her and raise the baby and all that shit. So he's talking about running away. Um, kids used to run away for different reasons back then. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Um, so, uh, the sending the, the daughter away is going to cost like $300. Um, what's his name? Uh, Neil McDonough knows that Thomas Jane doesn't have, you know, $150 to split, you know. Uh, so he's like, you just give me 75 and, you know, we'll call it even. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't have that 75 either. <laughs> um, so he what he does, he goes looking through the house, uh, through all of like Arlette's stuff. He finds $40, but he, he's still short. So he goes to the bank and asks for to borrow $35. Um, and they're like, you don't need $35. You need $750 <laughs> because you want that indoor plumbing. You want to, you know, you want the guys just trying to sell them on taking more money. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wilf isn't really into it. And then when Wilf goes out to his car, he sees a note from his son saying that, uh, you know, me and Shannon, we, uh, we, we're, we're running away. We were taken off, and that's it. And and, uh, and Wilf begins his spiral. That yeah, I mean, this is like, like you said, like that that meme of the dominoes, the, the small one to the big one. Mm. This is, I feel like that's we're getting toward the end of that run of dominoes. I would say uh, Hank's fate is the biggest domino here. Yeah, I mean, probably right. Um, yeah, so uh, they we're getting close to. Uh, getting your hand amputated because a rat bit it. That <laughs> domino. That's one of the bigger dominoes as well. That's a big domino. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Hank and the girl run away. Shannon, they run away. Um, and th- at this point, uh, Wilf is just like, well, okay. <laughs> and sort of like father, like son, um, Hank and me, you know, we find out in a little bit that Hank immediately resorts to uh robbery Robert, armed robbery. robbery yeah he just like yeah. much well, like yeah Wilf, he's a murderer yeah. now so like a little armed robbery isn't that big for of a deal. sure for sure um but so uh with wilf 
at least, right? So Wilf starts, like you said, he starts spiraling, right? He's like alone in the house. He's constantly seeing like seeing things and hearing things and whatever. It like you said, it's the telltale heart. Um and he's he's drinking a lot. Um and then he's going he's looking for something in the closet, in Arlette's closet, and that's when the rat bites yeah, him. Yeah, big old Big old rat bites his hand. Big, big old fat rat, and then he stomps the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, pretty crazy. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty visceral too. Um, and then he he like the bite mark. He's like running it underwater. It's just like it's bad. <laughs> it looks really bad. It, it's that part of your hand between your thumb and your your index finger there. Oh, the one the one you that use meaty to part. check the doneness of meat. That's the one. Um. Yeah, real good bite there. So he, he's like, you know, he's not going to the doctor. He just like wraps it up and and that's it. And then when he opens it back up, it looks really bad. <laughs> it's now it's infected and he's got some sort of, you know, gross rat disease. <laughs> um, by this time, it is winter and it's flu. snowing. He's got what? Rat flu. Rat flu. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's winter. So, there's like a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, the, like shit's going going pretty pretty bad for wilf at this point um he's he tries to get his car running and he can't do it <laughs> so he just goes back inside and like lights the smallest fire in his on his stove and that's how he's like staying warm it looks like it sucks it looks like it sucks <laughs> to live in 1922 for real <laughs> um yeah it's garbage um <laughs> uh what else so it, while he's uh while he's doing that right um more more noises in the house he like there's a door that keeps opening and closing and he sees like a flash of his like dead wife like all you know his dead wife flashes him <laughs> right those dead titties mm. little rat popping its head out where the nipple is winking oh, jesus christ him a wink <laughs> it's like um, hey pal i don't know what you were thinking oh this is great <laughs> Hey, this is living. <laughs> uh, Disgusting. So, he, th- yeah, it's very gross. So, uh, Wolf, uh, he's like, he sees her and he's like freaked out. So he like backs up and then he falls down the, st- the stairs into the basement, mm-hmm. and and then she appears at the top of the stairs with a bunch of rats at her feet, and she's like, she walks down. What was that? Oh, someone's riding by on a cool motorcycle or car no i got scared for some sorry i wouldn't worry about it (laughs) i thought it it sounded on my end at least it sounded a little bit like a moo like a cow moo no (laughs) not again that's something else we should mention about this phase of wilf's life oh this is that's just after the yeah it's just okay yeah so (laughs) so uh so arlette dead arlette is walking down the stairs and then she like gets right up in in his face mm. and she starts whispering all of this stuff and then in the in the voiceover Thomas Jane is like and she told me things only a dead woman could would know about <laughs> and it's all about uh, their son Hank yes. and what is going on with him yep and as we mentioned he's he's pickpocketing and then he's you know like mugging people and then he's doing armed robberies at banks uh yeah. they're they him and Shannon yeah 
and they become sort of notorious. Do you remember the nickname that the papers give them? I think it's the Sweetheart Bandits. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. They become like a, a bit of like a, a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't say who's who. Right. I don't know. It would be presumptuous. Um, so they uh, they they find this uh, like. First, they go to a farmhouse, and I guess they try and rob the guy, and he's not having it. And our, uh, not our lad, uh, Shannon, uh, pregnant Shannon. Uh, Freudian slip rob? Yeah. Bit. Ends up getting gut shot. Mm, yeah. Um, Which is, and, you'll, you'll remember, dear listener, <laughs> that's where the baby was. Yeah, that's where they keep babies. Mm-hmm. Um, or at so, least where she did. Again, we don't want to presume. <laughs> right. Uh, so Hank takes, uh, takes her to like this abandoned farmhouse, different farmhouse. Uh, that's all like, again, open and like there's snow coming in and whatever. So he's like, all right, you stay here. I'm going to get a fire going yep. and we'll get you warmed up and all this shit. Right. Once again, so, like father, like son building a yeah. shitty little fire. Right. And of he gets the fire going, and then he looks over, and Shannon is dead. Yes. So is the baby, yeah. and and then Hank, not being able to take it, uh, you know, uh, kills, shoots himself in his own noggin, mm-hmm. and and that's the story of them. <laughs> and at this point, um, this is when uh, Thomas Jane uh, gets. He actually does get to the hospital. Uh, somebody takes him there. Don't know. Someone finds him. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone finds him there, and they cut off his hand, uh, the the rat bit hand. It'd be weird if they cut off the other one. <laughs> um, <laughs> we cut the wrong one off the first time. Uh, figured you wouldn't want the other one at any rate. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I you figured. don't got no hands now. <laughs> you got no hands. <laughs> also, do you need a haircut? So. I'm also the barber. <laughs> I'm the doctor and the barber. Um. Uh, and while Wilf is in the hospital, the sheriff comes around and says they found a woman dead on the side of the road. And he describes her and, um, you know, the sheriff thinks that it's Arlette, mm-hmm. you know, that that somebody found her um, with the jewels and, and just robbed her and killed her and left her on the side of the road. So Wilf just kind of goes along with that. And he's just like, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah. Um there's so when when's the other cow, the thing with the other cow? Is that uh, after the hospital or is it it's probably right before that. Yeah, it's it's after the hospital. Um it's after so they they find Hank uh they find Hank and Shannon um and they they ship their bodies back mm-hmm. on a train and um there's a scene where uh, Hank Hank's body is like uh, at the corners, and and they pull the sheet back, and his face is all chewed up by rats. Yeah, he's in, he's in a pretty bad way. Yeah, um, did you? <laughs> and Thomas Thomas Jane is just like, uh, well, fix him up, you know. <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't. There's nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no. They. Uh, Apparently, this is like a reference to The Godfather, where he's like, "Look what they did to my boy." Yeah, I did. I did think that was pretty um, audacious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is sort of my The Godfather. 
Yeah. Uh, this is... Um, uh, which, uh, this director, who we have not talked about Zach at Zach Hilditch. Zach Hilditch. Ditch. Ditch? Ditch. Um, I think he... I'm, I think he's an Australian guy. He is Australian. Right? Yes. He, I've seen his other movie, uh, These Final Hours. Is that right? Which, yeah. Um, Was it good? I didn't hate it. Um, it wasn't terrible or anything. It, it's about this guy. Uh, the world is about to end. Mm. Um, and they... You know, they know approximately when it's going to happen. And this guy is trying to get to his ex-girlfriend um, to be with her. And, like, you know, when the world I ends. I hate to say it, but dudes rock. That's <laughs> what a pimp. Yeah. Ex-girlfriend. Get, wow. Yeah. He's just trying to lay that pipe yeah. one more time, you know? <laughs> like, hey, uh, you didn't text me back, so I figured I'd uh, just swing by. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to show up. Yeah. Um, so is it a comedy? But, no, it's not. Oh, that's just how <laughs> that's just how I'm talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I do so often get those things confused. But you were telling me this that this that, like we talked about how um, uh, Gerald's game was. Uh, what's the director? Mike Flanagan. Uh, Mike Flanagan. Yeah. That was his like big, like not white whale, but like that, that was the story that he wanted to adapt the most. Mm. He was like, he, he was dead set on doing that. If he could have his choice of any story, that's the one he wanted. Yeah. And apparently allegedly th- I'll say, yeah, allegedly this is the same thing for this guy, Zach Hilditch, where he's like, I just really wanted to adapt 1922. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. It just feels like something maybe cause you got to figure Netflix, they got hell of a hell of a public relations team right you know they're like that's the narrative it's like you always wanted to do this yeah but at the same time it is like why would why this why this right Right? because like it's not like gerald's game is another novella in the same collection it's its own thing which we've done uh, the novella hold on uh, what else was in there? We don't. I know we've talked about two of the other stories from there. And then the name of the collection—it's like all dark, no stars. Is that right? Uh, full dark, full no, dark stars. no stars. Yep. And yeah, so that it's nineteen twenty-two. Big Driver, which we've ah. talked about. Um, Fair Extension, which I don't know what that is, and then A Good Marriage. Wow. Which we've we've done that one too. Man, uh, I'll be honest. I don't remember either of those movies at all. Oh, you don't remember uh, uh, B- Big Big Driver, the uh, Hallmark original movie? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, with uh, fuck lifetime, what's, um, lifetime, lifetime. Maria sorry. Bello, Olympia yeah. Dukakis, and Joan Jett. Okay, Joan Jett. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. it now. Right. Wow. And then, hey, do you want to? Uh, um, are you a a good marriage? With, remember with uh, BD was the the murderer and it was oh my and god he, <laughs> and he he's like uh, uh he tells his wife like yeah i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty sick murderer i murder a lot of women um and then she's like all right well <laughs> oh my we're gonna god spend the rest of the movie like kind of staying together and then she ultimately kills him i like that one a lot yeah that was good featuring michael Ma- michael malley 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> from, How could I forget? From Global Guts. Yeah. And Sully. <laughs> He's in Sully? Yeah. Wow. Um, big driver. This is big driver. This is shocking. And it is that's what it's about. It's about a big driver. Right. He's a big he's a big piece big of shit piece driver. Piece of shit driver. Oh wow. This is really something. Yeah. Um so full dark no stars. That's what uh this story is from. Um so now okay. Uh, I'm learning a lot about the movies we've watched <laughs> for this show. Uh so the they have a funeral for Shannon. Uh, a lot of people attend, and then they have a funeral for 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 Hank, and uh, it's just Wilf yeah, that's there. Yeah. And he's and even then, he's sitting in the back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and later that night is what you're talking about when he goes home. He's drinking, and then uh, a cow is just walks into the house <laughs> and is just in his living room, <laughs> which. I at this point I didn't know if that was real or not. Right, it's right? like he hallucinates rats. Why shouldn't he also hallucinate a cat? There's a cow down there too. Right? right, there's a cow down there. Right, but then the cow breaks its leg walking out of the house because, as we know, cows can go upstairs. They cannot go down. Well, that's, <laughs> right, Wilf goes to his neighbor uh, Neil McDonough. Mm. Right, Neil, Neil. Um, and he, and he, at this point, he's like, well, I'd like to sell you this land now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Neil's like, I don't want your fucking land. That land is cursed. I heard you're living with a cow now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, ba- he basically tells him to fuck yeah. off. Um, that both, you know, he's like, and his wife also left him. Um, so he's like, oh, beginning of the year. We both had wives, and they left us. And we, beginning of the year, we both had kids, and now they're both dead. <laughs> so, fuck. And Wolf's man. like, yeah, sounds like we should be friends. Yeah, we have a lot yeah. in common. Uh, so then, then he goes home, and he sees that the cow has fallen down the front steps, and and broke a leg or something. So now he has to shoot the cow and put the cow oh. down. Fuck. And then motherfucker is like, well, now I have to move. The 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 bank eventually takes his land, right? They eventually take his neighbor, Neil's land, also. Mm-hmm. Well, they sell. Uh, they both sell. Don't they? Uh, I, th- oh, I thought they I uh, think I they, the bank took it. I think they sell low because they have no choice. But, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. They, they sell low. He says that. Um, much less than what the land is actually yeah. worth. And and then he ends up moving to Omaha and working in like a steel mill or something. My God. You know, in uh, the book. Yeah. May I proceed? Yeah, please. We don't talk. We don't, we don't talk about the books. not the kind of thing we talk about. But right. on, you know, the fucking losers club or whatever you might hear them say. In the book, he goes to work in a garment factory. Which oh, I don't know why they didn't include that. I think that's such a they good should've. twist of the knife. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) 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 And then, and then we're just sort of left with like, Wilf is like this broken guy. He's lost everything. He's only got one hand. Yeah. He's lost most of his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Down to about half his original supply. Right. And now he, he, uh, he's sitting in like his hotel room or whatever. And then he's visited by, Three ghosts. 
Christmas present. Christmas yep. past. And the ghost of Arlette. <laughs> the ghost of yeah, Arlette. Yeah, and she's old she's a bit rat bitten. Uh she and and it's Hank and it's Shannon and they're all What if there were two cows also? There <laughs> yeah, should have been that two would be cows. good. There should have been two cows. So um yeah, the last shot of the movie is sort of them like beckoning him toward them. Right. Uh, Hank Hank is holding a knife like he's gonna, you know, stab his father to death. And and he's and Hank uh, um Wilf is just kind of like welcoming it yeah. at this point. He's just like, please just fucking end this miserable yes, life. Because in that scene where Arlette um, is sort of like, you know, telling him things Whisper. only a dead woman could know. Yeah. Um, he's also the whole time just kind of like, just fucking kill me. Just please <laughs> yeah. kill me. <laughs> please kill me. kill me. Do you see this hand? They're going to have to cut it off. It's gross. One of your fucking rats bit it all up. Yeah, one of your fucking rats are let. <laughs> Even in death, you hector me. Um, <laughs> so again, in the in the the written in the book, in the novelette, novella, mm-hmm. um that climactic scene where she where in the movie she just sort of like walks down there's a, some rats scattered about her feet. Yeah. She <laughs> Um, I think this is Zach Hilditch who described it as her literally surfing on a sea of rats. Um, so it's, it, it's more of like a wave. It's, you know, it is more supernatural. It's like, and right. you know, I, I get the feeling that this got made because it didn't require a big budget. Uh, yeah, it seems like, you know, obviously setting something in, in the past like this, you have to spend a lot of budget on, you know set design wardrobe all that yeah. shit um it doesn't leave a lot of room for like special effects no. which there aren't a lot here it's i think yeah if any. it's just like makeup it's it's mostly yeah mostly makeup right. and then the only effect is just rats there's like a cgi yeah, rat that goes into her mouth but and some rats and you know what though like even even so it's small budget i wish more money had gone to the Makeup, the surfing, the rats. No, oh, no, I don't makeup. need. Her, I don't need her to hang ten on a wave of rats. <laughs> but I do feel like her makeup looked terrible. I feel like uh, dead Hank looked like Brahms the boy. <laughs> he does look like he Brahms. Looks a bit like Brahms. <laughs> uh, which don't get me wrong, is terrifying. If I ever met Brahms, I'd, of course, I'd probably, you know, shit myself. Whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but I was kind of. I don't know. That was like maybe the most disappointing element of this for me. Yeah, like we said before, though, it's not like it's not real big on scares, even. But that's why it's the, so important. You're right. Yeah. You're right. They should have. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, done something else. I you, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't look. I don't have a fix for this. I just feel like what they did. There, like I don't know. There's so much like great visceral stuff. Stuff that like really gets under your skin, and like I don't know, just the, it was a disappointing sort of reveal, and like there, I I didn't feel any tension as she was walking down the stairs. Uh, no, I felt. Did tension. you? Yeah, sexual tension. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, between <laughs> me and my TV screen, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dan, that sick little piggy. Dan is probably gonna love Dan this. and his sick little piggy. <laughs> um did you you were you feel less negatively about that than I do? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I totally see what you're saying about, like, the effect, uh, the makeup effects and stuff like that. It didn't, because I feel like this is not necessarily supposed, like, even the scary parts, in quotation, aren't really scary. It is it is much more about this yeah. guy just, you know, setting this, uh, this act in motion and losing everything. And then, you know, at the end, when uh, these dead people come to collect him, essentially, he's just like, uh, he's he wants to go. You know, he's like, you just fucking whatever you're gonna do, let's fucking do yeah. it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I see what you're saying. I think they should have uh, you know made her surf down some rats. I think they probably could have made that look like something that wasn't <laughs> silly, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh yeah. So I guess that's nineteen twenty two. That is nineteen twenty two. What a year. Which, <laughs> what a year. What a year. Well this brings us to our segments. Yeah, let's talk let's talk a little uh hurt parts, shall we? Oh that hurts my parts. Rob. Dan? You love this movie so much. I, I fucking love it. Top two movies of all time (laughs) you're a 22 head yeah yeah um did did anything hurt your parts (laughs) or you just fucking love this movie didn't you yeah or is it just like a fucking love fest over here no i mean like i did feel like the movie is slow Mm -hmm. um yeah that's like definitely uh i think it has a, a weird pacing problem Especially, like, I could see in the end, especially, like, you know, last half hour or so, excuse me, the, um, everything that's going on with Wilf seems a bit repetitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got, I got the drunk hiccups Lord. here. <laughs> it, it, speaking of repeating, geez. You get yourself a cup of black coffee, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like he's in the house, it's snowing on him. Then he fucking he tries to leave. He can't. A rat leave. bites but, him here. A rat bites him there. <laughs> yeah, a cow lives with him here and there. <laughs> All this shit, you know. The cow's his wife. Uh, yeah, the cow is his wife. <laughs> um, so I don't know, like one thing in particular that I didn't care for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's okay. No, yeah, nothing really sticks out. Cause you love I, it. I, yeah, I love it so much. I I do like I said. I think it's it's a bit slow, probably, yeah. and it could could use a little juice. You know what's interesting? But, You're what? a film buff, but just for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know everything there is to know about this movie, including as of recently the director's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that um uh the uh, hotel room that uh at the end here mm-hmm. when. Thomas Jane is about to die. Mm-hmm. They use that same hotel room in Butch Cassidy in the Sundance. Really? Game. No, no. I just. Oh, that's you. That's film buff, but just for this the, movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt like it was A to C enough that it was like. <laughs> oh, that's that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, none of my research yeah. turned that up. Wow. No, it's my my new character, movie Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> What's his deal? <laughs> What's movie Buffett's yeah. deal? <laughs> oh, well, he <laughs> he loves movies, 1922 in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he stepped on not a pop top, but a film canister. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Blew out his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Not so fun no, now, is no, it? There's nothing funny about any of this. It's <laughs> this is a real man we're talking about. Right. It's it's, it's movie it's buffet. It's movie buffet. I thought it was gonna be like he was just a film buff for vacation movies or something. <laughs> so of course no, Christmas he, vacation. The right. Vegas vacation. Uh, Europe, European vacation. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> Great film. Uh, Under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> well, that's not a vacation. She's starting a new life. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, Dan, what hurt your parts? Yeah, the, the most? makeup. For sure, the makeup. Uh, uh-huh. The, you know, the coroner pulling back the sheet and revealing that uh, Hank has become Brahms the boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have they done to my they, Brahms boy? They massacred my Brahms the boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's very silly. Mm, I can't help thinking of uh, I don't know. Are you, you're not like you're not really like a sharpling guy, right? Not like a. Uh, I I like a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right. I lost myself here. Oh. There we go. A real, um, uh, karma I, I, play no. situation. Yeah. From <laughs> I lost yeah. Uh, no, I I like sharpling. I'm not like I don't listen. Uh, all the time or anything, but I, I, I'm a fan. Um, so you wouldn't remember his uh, Twitter bit from 2020 where he said that Annabelle was loose in the NBA bubble? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. It's that's breaking funny. news. Annabelle is loose in the NBA bubble. Annabelle <laughs> is loose in the NBA bubble. All players and coaches, please beware. I repeat, Annabelle is loose in the NBA bubble. It's pretty it's funny. funny. It's so scary. Uh, you like you like go to step out of your hotel room. And you see Annabelle you just, just see walking Annabelle down there? the hall. Yeah. <laughs> trying to use the vending machine. Yeah. Um, shiny moments. What do you say? Shiny moments. Let's do it. Now, Rob. I know you love this movie. Yeah, you love part? the whole could, thing. Could I possibly pick a part? That's what I'm saying. That were that was so shiny that I had to talk about mm-hmm. it. I mean, I really, <laughs> I really like Thomas Jane uh, in this yeah, movie. I thought I, he did a really good I job. I did too. I did too. <laughs> At first, I was like, I was, I was like, yeah, this guy, like, what kind of sling blade bullshit yeah. is he doing? I was here? like, <laughs> he is laying it on thick. But yeah, he really sold just being like a fucking shithead. <laughs> just no, like was, yeah, thinking he's somehow thinking like two steps behind his own plan, you know? Right. And yeah, he just yeah. like I don't know. He did a good job. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I think like you were you were saying before how you you don't know what Thomas Jane looks like. I'm still learning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. I do like he has a pretty him and Aaron Eckhart outside of those two guys. Uh, he has a very distinct face. Like, he doesn't look like many other people. Just Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> um, <laughs> Make me feel. But bad. I did feel like I did feel like in watching this, he uh, it, he got lost in the character. Yeah. Like I, I didn't feel like I was watching Thomas Jane put on a thing. I, I was like, you know, 
just watching Wilf be a conniver. Yeah. Um, would it surprise you to learn that Thomas Jane is the only person who was considered for this role and not because he was approached to do it? What? <laughs> he, he, I guess, got his hands on the script and like called up, um, what's his name? Zach Hilditch and was like, let's talk. So hey, I want to yeah. talk to you so about he's like, let's, movie. let's get lunch. It'll be you, me, and my friend Wilf. And he just like <laughs> did it. <laughs> he was yeah. just like, I know exactly what this character is going to be. And just like completely sold Zach Hilditch on him being Wilf. Well, yeah. he did a good job. Yeah. Um, What was your shining moment? Um, Not, I mean, maybe getting bit by the rat. That's pretty funny. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny, funny when you get bit by the rat. Um, also the s- very understated surreal quality of the cow walking through the room is like, I feel like that was great. There's nothing, there's no bells yeah. or whistles. There's not, there's no like music sting that also right. kind of hurt my parts, but that's not even the movie's fault is like the music is like, if you just like played the soundtrack for this and told someone it was marketed as a horror movie, and you're like, yeah. what year did this come out? You'd be like 2017. Because that's like the year where every movie just has like spooky violins. Yes. <laughs> you know? Right. I feel like 2017 to like 2019 probably. A lot of spooky violins. A lot of just like, the yeah, the whole score is just violins. I feel like it's like appro- more appropriate for this because it is like yeah. old-timey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of amateur violinists got a lot of work <laughs> in that time period. We're just gonna roll. <laughs> you guys just tune up, and uh, yeah. or don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe just drag the bow across the strings a little bit. Yeah. All right. And you know, cut. whatever you I feel like. We, I think we got it. I think we got. It. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I liked all the animal stuff. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I like the animal stuff yeah. too. Um. All right. King tropes. King tropes. King tropes. If you said it before, you just say so. We'll add it to our running list of game jokes. Why are all the children always evil? Why so many one-letters for people? You wanted to. Why are all the children always evil? You wanted to. Why so many one-letters for people? You wanted to. Why there always gonna be a greaser? You wanted to. You just need to trust this, guys. Go to Bloodline Device. I drive a great distance just to die king drops king drops what you got rob i got stuff yeah you want to go uh, you want to trade off yeah okay. you want to go first yes go this for is it. less uh you know more of an allusion to another king thing we call those tropes we're not very bright yeah. over here hemmingford uh-huh. home hemmingford home yeah uh, from the stand also yeah that's where mother abigail that's right that's right. Lives, yeah, Mother right? Abigail lives at Hemingford Home, and that is where Shannon is going to be sent until um, her problem has resolved itself, as they so ha. often do. Uh, I I've got corn. Yeah, motherfucker. We were talking. We were talking about corn before, but this guy loves he, corn. Might be his favorite food. He's willing to kill for corn, die for corn. Yeah, I've seen it before, haven't we, folks? <laughs> Do you think, I mean, 
Is it all forms of corn? Is it? Does he like uh, uh, creamed corn? Was it like? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like popped corn. Um, does he? How's he feel about grits? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good He's question. Probably, and I guess that that's a question for 1922 to colon 1923. That's, that'll all be answered there. If we ever had the opportunity to talk to Stephen King, I would have to ask him about the corn. I got to know. Why corn? Why corn? Why is it your thing, man? Is there corn in Maine? I don't there, well, believe so. The word maize means corn. Mm-hmm. Right. That sounds a lot like Maine. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> of course, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Dan, what else you got? Um, of course, there is pushing down someone down a well. Dolores Claiborne. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard uh, uh, pushing, uh, put, throwing your spouse down a mm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And of course, just wells generally, you know. Yeah. Wells Fargo. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what else? I have um, uh, Stephen King stories with four numbers in the title. <laughs> I'm thinking fourteen oh eight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that, and I love it. <laughs> uh. Let's say going insane in a hotel room. Yeah. Of course, 1408, of course, does Shining. Yeah. People, yeah, I mean, the solitude just really gets to people. In a snowstorm, right? Oh, forget it. Going insane in a snowstorm, that's another one. That's another one. Fucking for God's sake. All right, what else you got? Um, What else? Uh, Rats. Rat horror, of course. Yeah, yeah. Rats. Yes, the graveyard shift that has a big rat. There, there's a big rat in this one, not that big. Uh, I think that would have been a weird turn to have a, a rat that big. <laughs> <laughs> That's the supernatural element you were expecting that you didn't. Yeah, get. just a a, a giant winged rat. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. Yep. Dad making you keep an evil secret. Mm. Gerald's game, of course. Of course. Uh, what's that? Dolores uh, Claiborne also. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. Basically, if it's hey, if it's in Gerald's game, it's in Dolores Claiborne. Basically. Yeah, brother. You uh, more? No, I think that's it All for right. Me. Well, I'm going to win the game and say one, one more. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this was a competition the whole time. Barnyard animal in the house. Misery. <laughs> no, that piggy is in that's the house. That's right. And I am the winner, and I am everybody's favorite host of King Me <laughs> because I won the game. You won the game. That's right. Uh-huh. Does that bring us to our penultimate segment? Yeah, it does. This is Slimers? Yep. This is Do we have to set it up? No. All right. Um, the, Slimer was alluded to by Hank's mother. Mm-hmm. When she was describing right. what would shoot out of his uh, Johnny Mac. Right. It spits up a Slimer. Yep. We didn't actually see it. Right. So Just talked about it. No Slimer in this one. Mm, no Slimers. 
that was where that, that scene that was crazy right when she was like just just rub your Johnny Johnny yeah, Mac on her like, until it fucking comes that's kind of what I mean come. like I don't need her to be like a hateable character or whatever right it's beside the point but it felt very incongruous with the rest of what we saw right you know? it, it it felt completely out of mm-hmm. nowhere and she's like, you better see that girl's tits or you're going to you're no, slow poke. No son of mine. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, so that was like, that was kind of a... <laughs> no son of mine is going to go around not seeing this girl's tits. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> going right. to go to Omaha and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, pleased to meet you. Uh, and have you met my son, the 16-year-old virgin? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. How's that look for me? I'm your mother. <laughs> um all right all right let's get let's get around to our final segment imdb they just cheated us this isn't fair this is imdb where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average i mean the weighted average user score on imdb.com you got all that yeah you got that you got it myself clear so get this Dig this, daddy-o. <laughs> 62,980 hip cats logged. They grooved on over to imdb.com. They uh, walked down the flight of basement stairs, uh, past the Lenny Bruce performance, and they awarded this movie a cool Weighted average score of 6.2 out of 10 Starrinos. <laughs> What'd you uh, think of that? That's my new character. What's that character called? Um, Hepcat Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hep Kitty Buffett. <laughs> 6.2 out of 10. How's that feel for you? How's that sitting? Yeah, I mean, that, that's probably about right. If I, like, uh, I probably would have given this just like a flat six. Mm. Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's not the best movie. It's not the worst movie. I thought they were some solid performances, but like I said, it did drag on a mm. bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's also, it it's weird. It's one of those movies that you watch and you're like, I know... Uh, like in another five years, be like, I know I saw this movie, but I don't really. Yeah. It's nothing sticking yeah, it's out. It's weird the way it. Like I felt like it kind of just washed over me. Like, yeah, I do feel like this is a pretty compelling story. I can understand like being drawn to it. All right, I liked it the first time when it was called a Telltale Heart. Oh wow, wow, <laughs> you, sick burn. You just did. Uh, that's a. Uh, I always yeah David Spade uh, casino. Have we talked? Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked it the first yeah. time when it was called Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about this before? You no. just knew I was going to reference that Weekend Update joke. Oh, I, I'm just like familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I know that because <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's like that's not a classic, right? When he says casino, casino it. I like that <laughs> oh, yeah, better the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. I guess I guess we both admire David Spade. Uh, Did you yeah. know he's 
related to Kate Spade of handbag fame? Yeah, they were uh, in-laws, yeah, I believe. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I would give it like a five. I, I didn't really yeah. like it. I, I, I just, I was shocked that it was as like, it didn't grab me at all. Like, right. Uh, I don't know. Especially cause like all the, I mean like there are, yeah. Like all of the violence and stuff is like very affecting. It's like very upsetting. Yeah. So you would think that would carry over, but it just kind of, yeah. yeah I, don't I don't know. know. Not, it's like, yeah. What, what would you rate it? What, what's, what's the number? I'm you're giving it a five. I'm giving it a flat five. Yeah. Five. All I've right. probably waited, rated worse things higher than that but yeah i'm mad I'm, yeah no i'm, I'm with furious. you i'm gonna kill um, this movie oh jeez throw it down the well throwing it down the well that should be a yeah uh, a, a thing yeah. right if a movie sucks we should throw it down the well <laughs> i like it yeah it's like All this right. movie was abusive we're throwing it down the well throw it down the well All right. do we yeah. have a sound for that a sound do we just have like mm. a bloop. <laughs> single drop, like the flick your cheek kind of? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, I, there was a <laughs> when I was younger, uh, I spent like a summer just really trying to master that. <laughs> you saw Ferris Bueller. You were yeah, like, I was like, oh, that seems like a lot of fun to be able to mm-hmm, do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never could. My, yeah, my my cheek uh, had like a like a callus on the spot where I just. <laughs> <laughs> I think I yeah I think I got too much meat on my face. Nah, you could do it. I don't think so. Uh, you, the beard might stifle it a bit, but you gotta you can work I'm gonna around shave. that. I'm gonna shave. I'm gonna shave my whole body hairless so I can do the the water drop. The the droplet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for uh, 1922. Whatever. This is the most. Yeah, that brings us to our absolute final segment. Show's over. Show's over. This is Show's over. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you want to uh, get more weekly and bi-weekly content from you boys, you head over to patreon.com slash kingmepod. Link's going to be in the show notes, folks. You don't have to type that in yourself. We're not not in the business of making people type that themselves. Right. It's crazy. What we got coming up Uh, next week? Oh, man. Next week. Great question, and I'll have an answer for you right oh, now. Well, oh, I was prepared to vamp and say you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at KingMePod. Oh, email us at, at KingMePod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, too. Just search it. I forget what that one is. Dan. What? I mean, I know we spent a lot of time in, in the cornfield this oh, week. Oh, no. Don't tell me. <laughs> oh, no, no, Those no. little rapscallions are up to it again. Oh, the corn kids. Oh, no. I feel like, I mean, there's no way it would come together in the amount of, in this short span of time. I feel like we got to, we got to get Gorley and Rust on here. There's some (laughs) IP infringement. Yeah. We coin a term. Dan and Rob make the world takes that sort of thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm not mad. Corn kids, baby. I'm not mad, obviously. Children of the Corn from 2008. uh, Children of the Corn, run away. My God. Is this our last corn kid? 
Until so, there's another Children of the Corn movie. I think it's a it's supposed to be a prequel to the original story, and they shot it. It just has not been released yet. Oh, that's the one. So, okay, I remember seeing this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did I mean, you? Such a bizarre franchise. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't. You can you can't get blood from a stone, man. Like this is this has gone on way too yeah, long. From an entire field of corn? You kidding me? Yeah, it's so you weird. You turn There's that like... corn into corn syrup, <laughs> uh, ethanol. Right. Uh, Benjamin Buford Blue, everybody, please. <laughs> um, speaking of corn kids, yeah. Have you seen the viral corn kid? There's no. a corn kid who's gone viral. He's so no? cute. I'm gonna. Is he an adorable? Yeah, corn I'm gonna ba- play bastard? it on my phone. He's a he's an adorable corn bastard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It's all right. So it's like this. I find this sort of content generally very annoying. It's a kid say the darndest things type setup where it's like a guy uh, doing man on the street interviews with little kids. But this right. kid's eating corn, and he's having the time of his life. So I am, I am okay. just going to go ahead. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? Ever since I was told that corn was real, it tasted good. Did you think corn wasn't real? But when I tried it with butter, everything changed. I love corn. Um, son, you're avoiding the question. Did you think corn wasn't real? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way he says corn. It was very cone. cute. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cute. Later stuff. in the video, um he uh you know what, forget it. Seek it out. Just search <laughs> corn kid. Corn kid. No link in the notes. I'm not here to promote other content creators. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta look out <laughs> for number one. <laughs> yeah. I mean that is the name of the game in the content creating mm-hmm. business. <laughs> um <laughs> there's not enough to go around. <laughs> We're probably maybe still doing Cronenberg stuff. Uh, I, I know we have like a patron request probably coming up. Um, yeah. But we did just do Crimes of the Future. That was an absolute hoot. <laughs> <laughs> if you like vagina tummies, buddy, you're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. You should check out that episode. So, David Cronenberg, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you think like if you're one of the three people that are into vagina Tonys? Yeah, like David Cronenberg, like you, say thirteen year old David Cronenberg, he's at like a sleepover. <laughs> you think he's Yo, like man. he's like? Isn't it kind of hot when like someone's entire abdomen is a giant vagina? His friends are like, yeah, Davy, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're only here because my mom said I had to invite you. Because my mom's yeah. friends with your mom. Eh? Eh? He's Canadian. <laughs> he is Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I'm not sure which Cronenberg uh, uh, movie we're going to watch. Maybe it's got a vagina tummy. Maybe it doesn't. Unfortunately. Probably, seri- probably does, though. <laughs> yeah. You Safe bet that tummy's a vagina. Yeah. For a safe bet, there's going to be a sex organ, and it's not going to be where you think it should be. <laughs> uh, could be a hearing organ that happens, too. It could be. Uh, so, currently, this series is called Crow and Bout Cronenberg. 
mm-hmm. and um, we neither of us was particularly pleased with that name. Feels right. like we could do better, right? Yeah, we could probably do better. We did get two pitches from uh, one of our patrons, Tyler, uh, on Patreon. I encouraged everyone to reply with their own suggestions. It's not enough that you're supporting us. I'm also going to make you do my job for me. <laughs> I'm putting you to work. He suggested the postal supervisor from the stupids makes movies or yep. uh, Crowen. Or he also suggests we do Crowen bout Cronenberg about the stupids, <laughs> which I would. I actually think that would be worth our time to watch the movie to watch to the watch stupids. the stupids. I don't think I've ever seen it. Neither have I. Um, but uh, I did think it was very funny that a man would be named Stanley Stupid. <laughs> yeah, and and the fact that David Cronenberg is in a movie called The Stupids mm-hmm. when I, I, I there's just too much there. <laughs> Dur- <laughs> we were were we not just talking about wanting to do more John Landis movies? Oh yeah, we love John Landis yeah. here. So <laughs> we're pro Landis. <laughs> Any of the Landises, really? One in particular. <laughs> um, what did he make that movie? Yeah, he directed it. Fuck off. Yeah, so, <laughs> so maybe that's not part of Cronenberg, Cronenberg, but the Eagle has Landis. <laughs> Is that a little dicey because of yeah, I mean, the helicopter stuff? I mean, if we were going to do a John Landis series, I would only want to call it John Landis's murderer. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. That actually feels that that's better. That's yeah. Let's see that. Well, what if we called it my favorite murderer? <laughs> yeah. And it's only John Landis. <laughs> We do John Landis movies. We'll do Robert Blake. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we we could actually. Uh, Robert Blake is in uh, David Lost Lynch's Highway. Lost Highway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He plays. Uh, so maybe he plays the spookiest prank caller of all time. <laughs> He's kicked out of the Jerky Boys for being too yeah. too fucking yeah. spooky, dude. This isn't how, funny. It makes me feel weird. How how are you doing that? <laughs> I'm in your house right now. Ugh. All right. Yeah, I I don't even like talking about that. That's that's too no. scary. Too scary. All right, guys. Um, that's Until it. Until next time, I am your Danny. Um, my Robbie. Oh wow, this guy's talk about looking out for number one, Stephen King. Stephen King. <laughs>